opposing the, the government and opposing the Conservatives. I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised if that is the nature of the hard left. And of course we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any dissent. But we know who the hard left are, who associate with the hard left. You just said that we were about to right wing. The hard left agenda. Printing money, nationalisation without compensation, hard left wing position, hard left, the 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 hard close to your initially mooted time of uh, 11 uh, i mean i said 10 or 11 but you yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it's just well. as good as anything <laughs> it is technically between 10 and 11 i mean it gave me time to do the dishes so i can't complain oh uh, that's 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 good had a bit of uh, a bit of me time now <laughs> the fun the fun hobby of doing dishes um okay i've got my uh, my dinner as usual Classic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. How how's how things been going? It's been a couple of weeks since we last uh, spoke on the line, I think. Yeah, um, it's been good. I was quite interested in like the post election situation for a few days, and then it I I realized that it's just going to be a long slog of the same news every single day mm. for the next two months. Yeah. And... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing. I wanted to ask you about like the um the post election situation in America, which I guess maybe you can talk a bit about while I eat my dinner. <laughs> but um yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's that's the thing. Like for me, it's not been very interesting. Like there's not been much that's actually happened. Like Trump says some new shit, like oh I actually won, and then he'll be like, <laughs> he'll be like well I actually won, but. But here is why they rigged it so that Biden won. Winning is easy. Losing is never easy. Not for me, it's not. This is a major fraud in our nation. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So he'll, he'll like switch between <laughs> yeah. like Biden won, but it was unfair and just straight up, I won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that is a pretty good summary, honestly. He uh, he has so far lost like over thirty court cases. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's funny. Is Giuliani representing him in all of them? Um, not all of them, no. But he's he's like the main guy coordinating, isn't he? Giuliani no. is, is is a hilarious character. He looks like a fucking bat. Like, Have you seen the pictures from the press conference what, where he looks like he's melting? His dye streaming down his, his yeah. hair. Yeah, that his head. That was excellent. Like I do, I do love because like it's not really a fall from grace because he's never been a particularly graceful figure. But he was like just totally like wrongly built up as a quote unquote America's mayor after 9-11 um right it's so good to see him at just like this humiliating point in his career where like the plaudits have run dry 
he like for some reason cashed in his lucrative private sector work and uh, got on the Trump train and is now just out there being like more shameless than like <laughs> anyone ever including his past self yeah it's just getting over the top he hasn't been in court in like 30 years so <laughs> it's incredible um and also yeah. it's, it's super funny that giuliani is like still representing trump like after the borat scene where he like started, <laughs> started getting his dick out shall we have a drink in the bedroom what happened there you go my dear okay there you you can give me your phone number and your address. Should we slip your jacket? Okay. Put down your crumb! She's 15, she's too old for you. Uh yeah right like he, oh he was just tucking his shirt yeah, in yeah that was it he was just like mm-hmm. I, was just, I was adjusting myself just just tucking my shirt in you know <laughs> and it's like he literally like lay back on the bed was like clearly <laughs> clearly getting his dick out like it was literally like that his interpret like I mean you know what Sasha Baron Cohen said was like well you know watch the scene and see if you believe Giuliani like see if your eyes are lying to you. <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> it's such such uh, such a greasy, incompetent buffoon. I mean, yeah, you've heard. Did you see the? Um, yeah, did you see the Four Seasons thing? The yeah. press conference. Yeah, there's been that. Uh, well, sorry, the, I, I correct you. Four Seasons total landscaping. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's such like an iconic phrase now that both Tim Heidecker and the Mountain Goats have made songs based on it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, on, on top of that, in the co- the court case, I think it was a court case in Michigan. Um, they submitted evidence relating to Wisconsin. Or no, that, Michigan and Minnesota. That Michigan is like some um, Kanye trying to get on the ballot legal shenanigans right there. <laughs> and the, yeah, and it's, it's, Giuliani is just not a competent lawyer. This That was the case that Giuliani was on. You know, like, <laughs> just... He doesn't know what the fuck t- is he's doing at all. It's somebody's version of the truth, not the truth. The truth is about- truth. I, I don't mean to go like... I, no, I it isn't truth. Truth isn't truth. Truth isn't uh, truth. No, no, this okay. is going to become a Wait, bad don't, don't, don't do, don't do Don't do this to me. And, and uh, yeah, I guess the most recent news as of recording is that uh, the Trump campaign is now requesting a second recount, so a third count of Georgia. Um <laughs> I love that. He just loves losing in Georgia over and over again. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, imagine being a Republican who lost Georgia and just being like, I'm going to remind everyone of that over and over <laughs> again. Um, yeah, I guess the only bad news is about that is that unlike in, was it Wisconsin where they charged him money? Uh, the, the Georgia taxpayers are the ones paying for that recap, oh, over that and sucks. over again. <laughs> um yeah uh what, what, what else oh yeah he's still the reason he wants another recount is because they didn't match the signatures over again <laughs> they can't match the signatures because ballots are secret you know they mm. they match the signature they tear that part off and then they they never touch each other again there's no way to put them back together you know because 
it would be pretty awful if somebody could just look up who you voted for and get revenge on you or something, you know? Yeah. Um, Here's Georgia's voting system implementation manager, Gabriel Sterling. That when you have the outer envelope that has signature on it, inside that is something called a secrecy envelope. So that way when you take the ballot, the ballot, I mean the envelope that's been signed, you put it over here, you then stack the secrecy envelope over there, and there is never a way to go back and find the individual voter attached to that because that would be against the state constitution of Georgia. But he's still just saying it's not a legit recount unless we get the signature matches checked again. He literally wants something that cannot physically be done, even if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, Giuliani just going up to um, the judge, like, here, let me just have a private word. Just like putting his hand on them and just like <laughs> coughing in their face, <laughs> like, <laughs> starting to get his dick out. And then they're just like, Mr. Giuliani, uh, you are violating social distancing rules. A penis cannot be that close to my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Rudy's great. We love Rudy. He's a special guy. But Rudy had just started. And he wasn't totally familiar with every, you know, with everything. Yeah, so I'm, you know, now totally of the opinion that it's, I mean, yeah, it's obviously just a grifting scam. Mm. Like, I don't think, I'm sure Trump's ego doesn't really let him accept defeat completely in his head, but I don't think he believes he can actually become president anymore, like, mm. in, in, as of January uh, 2021. I think like, I'm pretty sure he's aware that he can shout and scream and feel like he's being cheated, but I don't think he thinks he's going to win, you know? The Trump campaign is raising funds for the Election Defense Fund and other efforts to challenge the votes in Nevada, Pennsylvania, and elsewhere. But according to disclaimers, 50 to 60% of the money donated to these efforts will go toward paying off Trump's campaign debt. The disclaimer was first reported by the Wall Street Journal, who also reported that Trump's campaign and the Republican National Committee have been sending texts to supporters since Wednesday, asking them to contribute to their legal efforts. I think he's got a kind of self-reinforcing ego, though. And this isn't going to, you know, turn... Yeah. Even though his uh, his initial response was... Uh, I loved in the, the Chapo episode in the wake of the election, they were talking about Donald Trump. Like, oh, well... If you guys don't think I won, but I'm just gonna go up to my room and just slam the door. And they <laughs> yeah. they used uh, and they used Elton John's "I Think I'm Gonna Kill Myself" <laughs> at the end of the episode. <laughs> think I'm gonna kill myself. Which is very much what Trump was like. He was like, "Oh, fine. Well, if you don't love me, might as well just go <laughs> kill myself." Um, but I think that actually that was just a kind of knee-jerk response from him, and he's got enough of a self-reinforcing ego that he's just gonna uh, fully convince himself that he actually won, and it was taken yeah. from him. And I don't think that means he's gonna be able to will the re will a full-on Republican coup into existence. That means <laughs> yeah. he can stay as a um, as American president, but I certainly think he can um, will into his own head the idea that, he, yeah. that the election was fully just robbed from him. 100%. I don't think he's ever going to believe that he genuinely lost the election, but there's a big difference between that and a full-on coup that actually happens in reality, you know. Uh, I, I've said before, and I'd like to rescind, like, that he's an idiot. He's He's... <laughs> Not a genius, but I'd say he's actually, he's probably at most, it's like just, just average, very, very average intelligence, 
but he believes that he's a genius. Yeah. And that's why he seems so stupid, because he's always reaching and trying to do these clever plans, and it doesn't like pan out at all. He's a rare uh, upper-class person where you can say, well, he's not book-smart. But he's kind of street smart. I mean, obviously, he's never, like, been on the street in his life. But just in terms of, like, you know, wheeling and dealing, fucking backstabbing, you know, getting getting ahead. Um, He speaks to most people because, honestly, I think he's a lot like most people in a lot of ways. Which is, (laughs) you know, perhaps a bit alarming, but... You know, maybe not most, but a large number, should I say, especially on the right, Mm. you know. Because my personal story with Donald Trump, in so many ways, is yours too. He truly is a man of the people. He's just, you know, they can see a lot of themselves in him, like what they would do if they had the opportunities and money and stuff that he had. Uh, And he can speak to them on their level without, like condescending or like you know just the way the democrats are um he yeah he's he's a quote-unquote man of the people sort of like you're saying but just uh, yeah (laughs) not all the people obviously but Uh, he he did i mean occasionally he'll speak for me uh, Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump did this great tweet. I mean, it, I, I'm just searching for this tweet now. It seems that he has done tweet after tweet after this guy, mm-hmm. which I'm not complaining about because this man is a complete piece of shit. But um, here's his latest tweet about his former national security advisor, John Bolton. <laughs> I don't know if you are familiar with John Bolton, but he's that mustachioed freak who was like... Um, Basically, he's a full-on neocon, proper, like, we need to invade Syria. Okay. We need to invade North Korea. We need to invade Venezuela. Like, I mean, I watched uh, yeah. I watched this three-part BBC documentary on Trump, and John Bolton was one of the, like, turncoat ex-Trump Trump people they'd managed to get to slag him off on the record. And uh, yeah. Bolton was on there. He just kept popping up, like, uh, <laughs> you know, when Trump was shaking hands with Kim Jong-un, I thought that was completely wrong wrong i thought we needed to take a much more aggressive stance and literally his answer to everything is just we need to go to war uh (laughs) so like the times in that documentary that i was obviously he'd do something evil immediately afterwards and i'd be like oh no he's not (laughs) actually good but the times when i was rooting for trump was always when you just get like some some dickless suit wearing national security fucking west wing nerd just turn up and be like well you know i'm a lifelong republican but when he uh when he (laughs) sat down and had a civil discussion with Putin. That was the uh, end of the road for me. I couldn't support this party anymore. And I just feel like I hate you so much and I'm totally, uh, you know. If we Republicans choose Donald Trump as our nominee, the prospects for a safe and prosperous future are greatly diminished. If Donald Trump's plans were ever implemented, the country would sink into prolonged recession. Isn't he a huge business success? Doesn't he know what he's talking about? No, he isn't. And no, he doesn't. A business genius, he is not. You are the swamp. You are what needed to be drained, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, John Bolton, very much the same. Although I, I should say, like, unlike that nerd who I was mentioning there, who was like a you know, long-time like, fucking CIA spook or something like that, John Bolton was actually like... You know, a political figure appointed by Trump. So you can't give Trump too much credit. But he said uh, on November the 15th, John Bolton was one of the dumbest people in government that I've had the (laughs) quote-unquote 
pleasure to work with. A sullen, dull, and quiet guy, he added nothing to national security except, gee, let's go to war. (laughs) (laughs) I love the G. I do remember that one. It was a good tweet. That's such a masterful touch. Also, illegally released much classified information. And then he concludes, a real dope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so many, so many Democrats in the in the comments saying, "No, we it's wrong of us to pull out of the Middle East. We we need to be there forever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today, the Taliban welcomed an announcement by President Trump that all U.S. troops should leave Afghanistan by the end of the year. But there are questions about how that announcement was received by the U.S. military. Trump has really? like really, um, he's like. 5D no I don't even think it's intentional but he's almost like five dimensional chest the uh democrat he has no values so he seems to have any values that are convenient absurdly right-wing positions though it's just like if Trump was actually smart he'd be like he'd be waking up and he'd be saying "Hmm, what like vaguely kind of not specifically republican kind of thing with non-partisan appeal that uh bipartisan appeal but nonetheless flies in the face of our America's supposedly bipartisan as in political consensus, could I say, uh, and then go out and rattle the Republicans into being like, um, actually, the problem with the kids in cages is like the cages are made out of the wrong kind of steel or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I kept saying Republicans here like a dumbass, but obviously I meant the way that Trump gets Democrats to take positions drastically to the right of anything they would have done before. Because that seems to me he like constantly gets like Democrats to like advocate war crimes or something just to prove that they disagree with Trump on every single thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Those goddamn never Trumpers, yeah. Just going through his John Bolton tweets. <laughs> John Bolton, one of the dumbest people I've met in government, and sadly, I've met plenty. Dumb, <laughs> dumb warmongers like John Bolton. Um, <laughs> a warmongering. <laughs> I am the ultimate member of the Book of the Month Club. I guess John Bolton had published a book on his time in the Trump administration. First, I have low-life dummy John Bolton, a warmongering fool, <laughs> violating the law, brackets. He released massive amounts of classified information. Uh, <laughs> Washed-up creepster John Bolton is a low-life who should be in jail. Money seized for disseminating for profit highly classified information. Remember what they did to the young submarine sailor, but did nothing to crooked Hillary. I ended up pardoning him. It wasn't fair. Trump, like the <laughs> Mr. Like, compassionate approach to criminal justice here. John, he, he furthermore says that John Bolton was incapable of being Senate confirmed because he was considered a wacko and was not liked. He turned out to be grossly incompetent and a liar. Wow, <laughs> I finally agree with failed political consultant Steve Schmidt who called wacko John Bolton a despicable man who failed in his duty to protect America. (laughs) Also (laughs) stated that he should never be allowed to serve in government again. So true. Plain and simple, John Bolton. Just lots of tweets calling him a wacko, a fool, a warmonger. Uh, Yeah. He's he's clearly got... I mean, the thing about Trump is that when it comes to insulting people, he's got incredible message discipline. He'll just seize on 
some kind of flaw or perceived flaw in their character that really kind of sticks and he will just keep hammering that you know yeah he he well with his propaganda in general kind of like he's just uh extremely good at being consistent for exactly as long as he needs to be and then reversing course if he has to because like you said he appointed this fuck this fucker yeah yeah yeah. what was he doing appointing a warmonger if he doesn't like that Mm, mm. um, i mean like the administration was stacked with neocons and shit he's got fantastic messaging and it's just consistent enough to look like you know where he is and then it's not anymore (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm i'm very pro-choice i hate the concept of abortion i hate it I hate everything it stands for. I cringe when I listen to people debating the subject. But you still, I just believe in choice. But although this is where Trump isn't consistent, I mean, obviously he claims that Rubio is a warmonger, but at the same time he says, in fact, my views on Venezuela, and especially Cuba, were far stronger than those of John Bolton. He was holding me back! (laughs) (laughs) The warmonger was holding me back from war. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess... I guess, yeah. The, 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 it's the... that double speak kind of like, yeah, totally. I mean, I, you know, not to not to use Orwell's term, because oh my god. But... <laughs> Read some effing Orwell, mate. Mr. Read he- some effing Orwell. Mr. Hedges, a pleasure to have you here. What it is more than Orwell is, honestly, it's, I, I, I think double speak really comes from fascism and just like the ability to believe what it needs to be believed without any actual evidence at all. Mussolini, in his 1922 speech to the Fascist Congress, said, We have created our myth. The myth is a faith, a passion. It is not necessary for it to be a reality. Very good. And that's not going to go away on January 20th. <laughs> um, no, no. No, I think, I think you're basically They'll right. They'll either find a new figurehead or Trump will be able to keep them energized for the next four years, either way. Do you see any people in the Republican Party as maybe potential leaders? Is there anyone who sticks out to you as a rallying point for the reactionary right in America? Ooh, I, I feel like... I don't know, I, I've, I've heard people talking about, like... Say Ted Cruz, and oh. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. He's that, too that establishment. Cuck. He's he's a cuck. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a, a conservative, as I believe the phrase is. Senator, the president says he can pardon himself. Would you agree with that? That is not a constitutional issue I've studied, so uh, I will withhold judgment at this point. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's got no spine. Um, I don't think Trump supporters are really that keen on him, even if they'll agree with him when he agrees with Trump. You know. Um, no, I would have to be somebody from media, probably from like One American News or uh, mm. Newsmax or something like that. I, I don't know enough of those people to really have a name. But... I've seen people saying Tucker Carlson, who's one of those uh, right wing Yeah, one of the jokes, Fox News. Yeah. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. You've heard a lot over the past few days about the security of our electronic voting machines. And this is a real issue, no matter who raises it or who tries to dismiss it out of hand as a conspiracy theory. Electronic voting is not as secure as traditional hand counting, 
period. It never will be as secure. Voters can see this because it's obvious and it makes them nervous. And why wouldn't it make them nervous? The yeah. one, one of the few people on Fox News they still like. <laughs> oh, I guess he's been pretty solidly behind Trump then. Um, I, I think I saw him complaining a little bit because he was asking for evidence. Literally, he oh. was agreeing with Trump, but he was like, can we see the evidence, please? Oh, like, what a cock. Sidney Powell has been saying similar things for days. On Sunday night, we texted her after watching one of her segments. What Powell was describing would amount to the single greatest crime in American history. Millions of votes stolen in a day. Democracy destroyed. The end of our centuries-old system of self-government. Not a small thing. Now, to be perfectly clear, we did not dismiss any of it. We don't dismiss anything anymore, particularly when it's related to technology. We've talked to too many Silicon Valley whistleblowers. We've seen too much. After four years, this may be the single most open-minded show on television. We literally do UFO segments, not because we're crazy or had even been interested in the subject, but because there is evidence that UFOs are real and everyone lies about it. There's evidence that a lot of things that responsible people used to dismiss out of hand as ridiculous are in fact real. And we don't care who mocks it. The louder the Yale Political Science Department and the staff of the Atlantic Magazine scream, conspiracy theory, the more interested we tend to be. It's usually a sign you're over the target. A lot of people with impressive sounding credentials in this country are frauds. They have no idea what they're doing. They're children posing as authorities. And when they're caught, they lie and then they blame you for it. We see that every day. It's the central theme of this show and will continue to be. So that's a long way of saying we took Sidney Powell seriously. We had no intention of fighting with her. We've always respected her work. We simply wanted to see the details. How could you not want to see them? So we invited Sidney Powell on the show. We would have given her the whole hour. We would have given her the entire week, actually, and listened quietly the whole time at rapt attention. That's a big story. But she never sent us any evidence, despite a lot of requests, polite requests, not a page. When we kept pressing, she got angry and told us to stop contacting her. When we checked with others around the Trump campaign, people in positions of authority, they told us Powell has never given them any evidence either, nor did she provide any today at the press conference. Yeah. Evidence. So I don't know. There might be some hate for him, but I think he could perhaps rehabilitate, you know. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. thankfully, the right never demand any consistency from their politicians. So uh... No, that won't be a problem. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he could easily... Uh turn it around again be like yeah no that shit was definitely robbed fuck evidence yeah <laughs> evidence is some some cuck shit man um so i mean is there, is there anything else i mean uh, yeah for biden i guess like now we've talked a lot about trump just because he is mm. incredibly funny but like <laughs> maybe just a little bit on biden so like what are your hopes for the biden administration as it looked promising to you so far uh i don't have too many hopes because uh yeah, I'm pretty pessimistic. Was it just um, about getting over the Trump <laughs> bump for you, really? Uh, that was the likeliest like, uh, of my wish list to come true. But I mean, I guess I shouldn't give up all hope. Let me think what, the, what, I, what I've actually been reading about uh, Biden. We gotta make a change. It's a battle for the soul of the nation. We gotta reach this generation. We gotta pray for all our people. Be strong in the times of fever. Real change that we wanna see. And not to drain our energy. 
A team leader that fights every step of the way Who will never go astray because like you say the news is like 90% Donald Trump and his tantrum mm. uh, 10% everything else well he's putting together a cabinet so I guess I'll have more solid opinions once that's happened hang on let me search I'm trying to think the companies I'm pretty sure he's got like a guy from Uber working for him in his transitional team a guy oh, from, great a guy from Amazon uh, let great. me just yeah, let me just search it. I know that the journalist Nathan J. Robinson did a good tweet about this, where he listed some of the shitheads working for uh, working for Biden and his transition team. It's quite funny, actually. Over in Britain, uh, there was this tweet that was getting shared. I mean, I'm sure it was went viral in America because Biden said this thing like, "I'm a union man, you know, and if the companies don't want to deal with that, if the companies aren't ready for that, then I'm just gonna have to live with it." And, uh, you know, I was like, well, that's obviously good rhetoric. It's good to hear, but it's um, total fucking hot air. Probably hollow, yeah. What's that proposition <laughs> you talked about a lot on the live stream that they passed in California, I believe, that, like, basically yeah. is literally drafted by cunts from Uber and stuff? A federal judge uh, earlier this year issued an order saying that like Uber, DoorDash, Lyft, all those companies are going to have to start treating their employees as actual employees instead of uh, so-called independent contractors. Mm. Uh, and it's bullshit. I've worked for those companies and, it, yeah, they treat you like a real surf or something, you know? Like, it's, it's shitty. It's, it's real shitty. Uh, uh, they lock you in and you don't lock them in, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in response, Uber and Lyft and probably a few other partners, they've all gone in uh, and spent more money than any other proposition campaign in California history uh, in order to influence the voters that if 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 they didn't overrule this judge with this proposition, then we're going to have to leave California. Bye. And <laughs> and and yeah, it worked. It fucking worked somehow. Classic fucking. Even though it, they obviously wouldn't leave because it's California is as big a market as many other countries. Like it's, it's it, ca- classic, gonna... like capitalist cry bullying. Like, oh, if you're mean to us, we're gonna just leave. I think I'm gonna kill myself if you try and regulate me. It's basically that shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was um, fucking funny that some British melt tosser kid. Starmer supporter was like, uh, oh, I see all the British hard left were like, oh, Starmer's a neoliberal corporate sellout. Just recording a quick correction. Obviously, I meant to say Biden here. It was Starmer fans talking about Biden and claiming that Biden is not a neoliberal sellout. And then they po- they shared the video of him saying that he's a union man and people are going to have to like it or lump it. And then, like, the same day, Biden's transition team came out, which features executives from Lyft, Airbnb, Amazon, Capital One, Booze Allen, whatever the fuck that is, Uber, <laughs> Visa, and JP Morgan. Probably a booze delivery company or something. Yeah, yeah, it's booze without an E, so I'm I'm not entirely sure. Maybe Booze Allen is Woody's bootlegger brother who he based all his gangster archetypes in his classic films on. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, well, just 
like f- casualized yeah. free on demand not free just casualized on demand booze <laughs> delivery <laughs> if it was free that would be socialism yeah 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 of course not free <laughs> free booze i mean that might be quite socially damaging just giving a lot of people a <laughs> free alcohol i don't know but um, i mean I think you got a right to choose. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Liber- the libertarian case. Um, the libertarian case for socialism. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I think now I'm not trying to defend Biden on here. In fact, I think this actually is a, a just a a real like uh, this speaks for like the rotten core of uh, the democratic establishment. But apparently. A lot of these people, uh, these executives for Booz, Allen, and Lyft, and Airbnb, and Amazon, and Capital One, and Uber, and Visa, and JP Morgan, a lot of them have not been simply recruited straight out of the private sector. Now, these people, they previously worked in the Obama administration, and then left to make some fucking money working for the least principled companies ever, and are now slinking uh. back into politics. Uh, because so they, so they did... They- participated with the drone bombing and everything and then they went and made tons of money and now they're coming back to do a bit of both yeah literally and i think you're actually correct in that some of these people are on like the foreign policy team she's a friend that's true shines among the stars the one for the cause kamala's one of ours she's fired up ready to walk in that blessing real soldier keep on pressing uh, so yeah, I mean it's 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 a pretty bad thing. I mean I've not seen any. I think that was just fake news that Dick Cheney is advising him on foreign policy. Oh God, yeah. I hope so. Thankfully, yeah. I. However, I should say that it, it is well known that uh, Biden and Cheney are very friendly on good terms, and uh, I believe it in regular contact. So I wouldn't it, I wouldn't uh, say it's not going to happen. I mean Henry Kissinger has. Uh, well, him, Hillary Clinton made very conscious uh, overtures to Henry Kissinger, um, you know, gladly accepted his endorsement, did a glowing review of one of his books in, um, I believe, the New York Times and just before she ran for president to set out her own, you know, imperialist credibility on foreign <laughs> policy. Um, yeah, the, basically like the deep state, the swamp, they're, they're going to be delighted with this new uh, this, this new Biden administration. Really. You make us feel so fired up. Yeah, they're they're probably gonna do the same thing that Democratic presidents usually do, which is maybe give one seat that they see as harmless to like a, a, a somewhat left wing person, and then fill the rest of their cabinet with conservative stooges. That is an interesting point because, by most accounts, uh, Bernie Sanders and in- even. Uh, you know, right-wing charlatan Elizabeth Warren will not <laughs> will not be getting cabinet posts. Yeah, I I could believe that. Well, I'm a bit surprised about Warren actually. Yeah, I know she's like, literally like sold out every principle she ever professed to have. That's like the perfect quote-unquote <laughs> left winger to put in your cabinet as a right winger. Yeah, exactly. Like she's not going to rock the boat at all. She's a complete establishment goon. But and you know, she didn't endorse Bernie. She like literally implicitly like put her backing behind biden i think and uh basically has got fuck all in uh reward for that yeah so so i mean that is quite funny apparently she, she campaigned for treasury secretary which is quite a big role i don't think he was ever going to give yeah. that to uh, uh, you know an even nominal left winger and bernie right. campaigned for labor secretary um i actually think it's kind of good if bernie doesn't 
become part of this administration. Um, I I think that the left should have as little to do with it as possible, um, and should <laughs> instead be trying to build um build well effectively an opposition to it uh, and something that can i don't think you're going to push biden to the left but we could certainly try our best to hold him to account and you know the left can do that better if they're not ensconced within his administration in some yeah. kind of some marginal tokenistic role <laughs> that, that is actually a pretty good logic uh right because I, I don't think they would have to give up like their senate seat right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. We stand with Joe Biden, a true American light and beacon. And um, I think, I think like the governor of Vermont or whatever has said, well, look, we'd make sure that Bernie was replaced by somebody, you know, an independent who caucuses with Democrats, who, yeah. you know, it, he implied that they would have like the values of Bernie. But, uh, but I, I you know, who, how Which, many? Poli- I'd like to start seeing a younger Bernie just because Bernie is pretty old. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, you know, there are some good, obviously, I've got a lot of time for Ilan Omar, especially, yeah. and uh, who has basically been given the, like, Corbyn treatment, all the right-wingers say she's anti-Semitic because of stuff she said about <laughs> Israel. Um, I, I saw a great tweet a while ago, which was just like, um, Corbyn is, like, the only white guy I've ever seen actually be a victim of Islamophobia, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ilan Omar, actually, uh, unfortunately for her, uh, but no, that's, that's a stupid thing to say, but, like, she is a Muslim, so she actually yeah, gets, she gets very direct uh, Islamophobia, and there was that yeah. time when... Uh, the incredible leadership of Nancy Pelosi in full evidence when Ilan Omar was getting like rat fucked across the political spectrum because like someone had dug up some old tweet where she said um, like Israel uh, have a big presence in US politics and she said like it's all about the Benjamins or something as in like the Israel Israel lobbying groups are pumping a load of money into US politics um, yeah. Which is much truer in America than it is in the UK, actually, for what it's worth. Yeah, but, um, it definitely is, yeah. Whereas in Britain, it's less about money and more about kind of networks of patronage and so on. But, um, but basically, uh, like, Nancy Pelosi was like... Uh, you know, she did like some boilerplate liberal statement, which was like, people need to be seen. And if uh, people don't feel like their feelings are validated, if people feel, you know, you know just like boilerplate, like uh, liberal identity politics platitudes, kind of, uh, but, but yeah. you know, using the language of social justice to basically like attack a Muslim <laughs> woman because the far right were doing so. And then like Pelosi did the ultimate like fuck you statement to Ilan. Omar, which was that she posted herself meeting with Mike Gapes, Chris Leslie, and alleged dog enthusiast uh, <laughs> Ian Austin, um, uh, and was like, great meeting with these MPs who left the UK Labour Party, where we discussed the, t- the terrors of anti-Semitism. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> literally, just like sticking it to Ilan Omar by having like a, a political summit with Mike Gapes. Like, that is the ultimate, like, Pelosi being a piece of shit <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, terrible. He is the man with the plan. 
that's gonna heal this land. Oh, actually, speaking of Pelosi, apparently there's some debate as to whether she should run uh, for House Leader again. Yeah. Which, um... Uh, I haven't really heard much about that one. I hope, I hope not. She's awful. Uh, I've seen someone suggest maybe it's because she's not seen as sufficiently melty to be the House Leader, which is astonishing. Um... <laughs> we gotta take control, calling on the young and the old. But yeah, like, in terms of younger people, I mean, I think there were a few who were elected, at, um, you know, as senators. As, no, maybe as Congress. Uh, yeah, you people. usually start as a congressperson, don't you? Uh, yeah, as House, as House representatives who were elected. because, And I know this because I saw Bernie tweet, like, uh, not tweet, post on Facebook, like, uh, pictures of, what, maybe about, like, ten people or something. So I assume that's the left of the House. <laughs> yeah, gotta be. It's like, yeah, it's, it's just kind of like when people are like, wow, there's uh, more parliamentary representation for the left in Britain than there has been in decades and it's just like 30 people and like most of them aren't even that left wing <laughs> it's yeah. like like I'm pretty sure one of the Bernie endorsed ones like backed Hillary in 2016 or whatever when but... that Overton window is just miles to the right yeah 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 the world is facing tragedy we need a cure we need a remedy Let's wrap up the the US politics. Any um any concluding thoughts on that that business? Um, I felt like it. No, no, no. no I don't. I, 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 I'm just really. I'm quite bored. I mean, <laughs> uh, they keep saying, uh, wait till we get to the Supreme Court, but um. That's not how it works because you have. To, if your case gets thrown out, you can't appeal it. <laughs> it. It's that's different than losing a case. That's you know. If the Supreme Court needs evidence to see things, even the most conservative, horrible judges there need some shred of evidence to rule on, or they can't just be like, "Well, because I feel like it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, again, I think there's some parallels to British politics, which is like Jeremy Corbyn was unanimously readmitted to the Labour Party after the five-person right-wing dominated panel right. actually consulted a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should clarify, Keir Starmer has has uh, now suspended Jeremy Corbyn from the Parliamentary Party for a period of at least three months while he tries to ascertain what rule Corbyn may have potentially broken. <laughs> <laughs> so, that literally does sound like what trump is attempting to do regarding fraud can you just wait a minute while i try to figure out how you cheated wait 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 i got evidence wait 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 so, yeah, yeah 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 precisely <laughs> so i mean our friend pete uh at bane uh bane nook now i think not bane but woke anymore he's been saying that basically he thinks that if the corbyn stuff goes to court you know very different conclusions are going to be reached to the consensus in the British media because, like, high court judges and shit are actually under some kind of uh, obligation not to be, like, just <laughs> shamelessly pa factional fucking hacks. Anyway, um... But, but yeah, other than that, um, not too much. I'm just... I'm pretty bored. Unless <laughs> anything really exciting happens, like, they do somehow get to the Supreme Court... I'm just kind of like, roll on January 20th, uh, nothing else is going to change. Yeah.
progressing Enough of them wanna see us got nothing We're not giving up cause we're fired up We gotta take control Calling on the young and the old We gotta stand up brave and bold You make us feel so fired up Ready to walk in our blessing Real soldiers keep on pressing Enough of them wanna see us got nothing We're not giving up cause we're fired up We gotta take control Calling on the young and the old We gotta stand up brave and bold You make us feel so fired up You make us feel so fired up Yeah, you make us feel so fired up Kamala, fired up Joe Biden people, it's crowdsourcing.